Hey, hey everyone, it's Tori Townley with Servolution. On behalf of Pastor Dino Rizzo and our whole team, we want to welcome you to the Serve Brew. So grab your favorite mug and join us for a virtual coffee break with some of the raddest outreach leaders on the planet. We'll get to hear about their stories, their communities, gain fresh wisdom, insight, and practical tools to help us serve the people in our city with the love of Jesus every single day. So grab your coffee, your notebook, and hit play. All right, welcome to the Surf Brew, everybody. I'm Tori Townley. I'm not sure if anybody's got their coffee, but you know how it is. It's our virtual coffee break. Whatever time of day you're listening to this, it's always time for coffee and serving. So, I'm so excited to have you guys checking in. We've got a really great treat today. Um, If you've ever heard of Cool Church, we're going to learn all about why it's called Cool Church. They're amazing. They're doing so many incredible creative things in their community, and they have a really rad idea that they're going to share with you. So stay tuned till the end, and they're going to break down all the how-tos. But before we get into all that, I want to introduce my buddies, um, Pastor Joe Wilson and Mitzi Nieves. Nieves. I, don't, I, don't, I actually Googled how to pronounce it, and then I just botched it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Nieves. Nieves. Okay. <laughs> I practiced it so many times. So embarrassed. Anyway, thank y'all so much for jumping on today. Seriously, like, really just mad love for y'all's church mad love for what y'all are doing Mitzi I got to meet you on one of our virtual serve meetups and you're just incredible so many ideas and um we just love the culture so if you guys would introduce yourselves I did a horrible job except just that I love you introduce yourselves tell us about your role at the your role your passions your dreams and then we'll kind of jump into what the church is all about well, I'm Joanne Wilson. Um, I co-pastor the church with Terrence Wilson, and um, we've we launched uh, a little over a year ago. Probably like now we're at a year and um, cl- going closer to two years. We launched in January of 2019. I hope I didn't get that wrong. I got that right. Okay, January 2019. And, um, and we had uh, such an amazing, amazing launch. Everything has been, um, we've just been growing by the grace of God and all the wonderful uh, support that we've been getting um, from Grow and ARC and that whole group. Um, and then, so, you know, Mitzi, who is going to introduce herself, um, she works on our Cool Cares team. She leads our Cool Cares team. And, you know, we work together, Mitzi and I, just um, kind of getting the the ball rolling on all of these surf projects. And um, I just love Mitzi's heart so much. And we actually didn't have a, an official CARES team, um, but we knew we, we wanted to and we were working towards that. And the CARES team would literally just be, um, their jobs would be to love on the community um, love on the city, love on the world, um, and just showing the love of Jesus, hands on the, you know, feet on the ground, hands working, and all that good stuff, and so that was our vision for it, but Mitzi just had that heart anyway. She was just, you know, before we even officially launched it, she was just always had that um, in her, and would always be 
coming up to us and asking us, hey, you know, can we go to this uh, nursing home? Can we go here? Can we do this? And she would just bring people along on her team that wasn't even, again, it wasn't even the CARES team. And, um, and that's just who she is. And I love that because it embodies just the spirit of um, our church and what we want, um, uh, what we want to do, who we want to be and who we are. And so I just think, um, I just love Mitzi so much. I know I'm supposed to be talking about myself, but I love Mitzi. I think we should talk about her the whole time. Oh my gosh, that's so, so sweet. I love it. And Mitzi, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself, but I just wanna say like, how cool and encouraging is that, that you guys are a younger church and you had this passion in your heart, but you allow God to raise up a leader within your church and you just like, they ran with it. You empowered them. I just think that's so cool how faithful God is. Like, I know yeah. what's in your heart. I want this to happen. And you were able to get behind her dreams and she is shining. I met, like I said, I met her. I was like, wow, this girl is shining like crazy and running after it. And just talking with you before the recording, Mitzi, um, I can just tell you have a passion for people and you're just going to do whatever it takes. So that is so cool. And I, I just love y'all's heart, Pastor Joe just to to give people a chance to have their dreams that is so cool and we need to hear about you personally though like what makes you what makes you drive what's your what's your thing in life besides obviously where the church is near miramar florida yeah right is that mm-hmm. where you're born and raised no i'm from brooklyn oh my gosh <laughs> what okay what story I'm from brooklyn and somehow i ended up down here and you know you kind of just go with it and but before we started the church, I, I didn't come from Brooklyn. I w- we were living down here and we were um, serving at um, Trinity Church in Miami and we were launched um, to uh, start this or to plant this church in Miramar. Um, it just so happens that there's such a huge population in Miramar, but not many life-breathing, life-giving churches. And so we thought it was such a great place to um to plant and this where god led us and uh there's a longer story about that personally in my life where um there was a time where i actually lived in miramar when i was a kid and um and miramar represented such a um a painful family experience for me um miramar is a pretty nice it's not like you know it's a it's it's one of those places where um the median you know middle class families, um, nice places type of, uh, but, but the issues are so deeply rooted um, in families and there's um, just a lot of things going on in the lives of, of people personally. Um, so it's not one of those communities where it's like, oh, you know, outward issues. Okay, we're going to go feed the homeless. We're going to do all these things that, you know, there's like communities that are visibly that need support. So, um, so yeah, I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's kind of the, the way the community is here. And so um, somehow God brought me back here to serve. And I was just like, really God, Miramar of all places, you're gonna bring me back here. And, um, and you know, so you just gotta do whatever God um, tells you to do and go where he sends you. And when you do that, you know, God's, this thing has been, completely in his control and he's just done incredible things um, throughout 
this year um, and last year that is just nothing short of miraculous and which is why we use Miracle and Miramar as some of our um, language internally and even externally. So, um, so yeah, that's a little bit about us. And T Pastor Terrence has been pastoring for over 13 years. He was at Trinity for that long. And, um, and you know, he kind of, uh, I supported him, but we have a business uh, where we do creative work and fashion. And so I was running that. Um, and so, you know, you kind of doing the ministry stuff is, is purely out of love and I, and I, and I love that. And so um, I get to kind of bring some of the creative elements into the ministry. And, um, and it's just been, it's just been a great and so beautiful what God has done in this short amount of time. Wow. It is so beautiful. I can see it from here. Like it's, there's something special you guys have going on. So that's awesome. Mitzi, can you give us a little about you? I know Pastor Joe really just like shined a big old spotlight your way, but in your own words, tell us about you. So yeah, um, first and foremost, thank you, Pastor Joe. I love you and I honor you. Um, I'm not who I am without you. So I just want to thank you. Um, and about me, it's funny how I got started with um, cool cares and stuff because before that, I was like in a space where, where I was like, what's my purpose? Like, what's my purpose, God? Um, I've always been about outreach. Like, even at work, I was a part of the social committee, which were the ones that like set up events and, and keep people united and stuff. Um, in my family, I'm always the party person. Everybody's like, Mitzi, you're always having parties. Like, I just like to have, keep people united. Um, so I was like, I was just at a point that I just felt like, okay, what's my purpose? Like, I'm serving, I'm serving as a part of the host team. Um, but I just didn't feel like I was fully living on purpose. And, um, and then when I was asked to, to lead the CARES team, I'm like, I said yes without even thinking about it. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh my God, what did I just say yes to? Like, did I just say yes? <laughs> like, I was like, um, okay. And, you know, because I don't really have experience per se. Um, and, and I kind of started doubting myself, but then I was like reminded that, you know, God calls the unqualified and, um, and sometimes like we, we limit God, you know? So I kind of just, um, ever since then, it's just given me like a purpose um, and it's ignited like a passion and I just want to serve. Um, it's funny because in the beginning of the year, I did a, um, uh, what's the board? A vision board. A vision board. And I literally just have serve, 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 serve all over the board. No lie. And little did I know, like, COVID would happen, and, like, we've been serving, like, more than ever. And I'm like, God, look at you. Like, you know, he really showed out. So um, um, I'm also very passionate about my kids. I adore my kids. Um, so that's about, that's a little bit about me. Oh, my gosh. Do you have a picture? You have to send us a picture of the vision board if you still have it. Yeah. Like, like, it's very simple, but it just says serve all over it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you were prophetic and didn't even know it, man. That's so cool. Oh my goodness gracious. I love that. You were a jewel for sure. Just talking about our babies and potty training and all the craziness and 
you work and now you do all this full time and it's I just love your includer's heart like your purpose is making way for other people to find their purpose too so big time honor for you guys um okay so pastor joe you shared a bit about the city and the needs there so maybe if y'all could maybe zone in on that a little bit like what makes it so unique which you touched on but then also how do y'all take that and reflect your outreach into it like this is the needs that we've discovered this is what we've seen this is what we are seeing and then here's how we act on that and i know I know y'all are doing so many different creative things. So how do you, what's your formula? How do you figure out your sweet spot, find your favor? What would you say to that? I think for us, um, you know, Miramar, Miramar is a very Caribbean um, uh, city. So there's a lot of Latino, a lot of um, uh, Haitian, Jamaican, Trinidadian, um, just, it's a melting pot of the Caribbean. I guess you could say that a lot about just all of South Florida, but um, Miramar has a little bit more of the West Indian in there. Um, and so, you know, you've got a lot of working class, a lot of people that are in healthcare because, you know, Miramar and, and the neighboring city Pembroke Pines is a huge um, healthcare worker uh, area. And then there's a lot of uh, uh, immigrant families that have been naturalized, of course, but you've got, they've got families and, and situations happening over in, in their countries in the West Indies. So uh, what we found and what God put in our heart was that, um, you know, you've got families that are very busy, healthcare workers, you know, they work long, long hours. And so you could imagine that that places a strain on family relations. Um, and then because of the whole, you know, um, immigrant culture or the Caribbean culture, uh, there is, there is a, 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 I don't want to call it a, because you don't want to call something on there, but there is a lot of um, where you'll have families will have, or, or the husband or the wife will have other families in the Caribbean. So you've got a lot of that. So there's broken families, there's, you know, some infidelity, you know, that, that type of dynamic, complicated family dynamics. And so God put it on our heart that we really, really have to go after um, building strong families. And our mission is to build strong families, to big, build strong futures. And um, we took that inspiration from, um, I think it was a Tony Evans, if I'm not mistaken, um, a speak where he was, where a uh, message where he was talking about how if you want to change the world um, and how he went through the whole gamut of how that happens. And they say, you know, messed up people, mess up families, mess up families, mess up communities, messed up communities, mess up cities, mess up cities, mess up um, countries, or yeah, countries, messed up countries, messed up, mess up the world. So in turn, if we start with the family at the beginning, then that can be our way to save the world one family at a time. And so we really honed in on building strong families. And um, we do that by, you know, the messaging. We do that um, through prayer. We do that through really encouraging the heads of the families to be involved and to be engaged. And 
um, and um, and we model that as well, just in our own family, and put that out there for the community to see. And when we do outreach, um, we tend to do things that encourage families, not just to help families, but to have families um, serve together. That's really important um, for us, down to the kids. And so, um, so that just really pounding that messaging is very important um, for, for us. And, and we've, and you know what, you, you get what you go after, right? So we've seen so many and, and gotten so many beautiful testimonies about family restoration. I mean, uh, I can think of a few of them where we have two sisters that had not spoken for about 20 years and now they're on team and they're serving together. And I mean, it's just, and, and as they tell that story, I mean, it's, it's tears, you just how that kind of unfolded. We have the same stories with um, fathers that haven't spoken to their families in years, years, years. And so um, through the ministry, uh, they, I mean, through them coming, they were able to muster up the courage to be able to call um, their families or, you know, a son, you know, finally called his father after not speaking to him for decades, you know, and so we just hear these incredible stories like that. Um, and we see uh, so many when we were meeting in person, of course, we would see so many families coming to church together, which doesn't seem like that impressive, right? I mean, you go to church with your family. But um, I know for me, I've grown up just seeing women in church, you know, they'd come by themselves and they'd bring their kids or just come by themselves. And so it was, it was such a blessing for us to see, wow, like we're seeing entire families, even down to the grandparents, like generations coming to church together. And so um, again, we, you go after, you get what you go after, right? And so that's what's, that's really what um, we focused on here. Man, oh man, I, this is such a beautiful vision, such a beautiful vision. I love, love that. So, okay, I have a question based on that. Mitzi, like she shared such a beautiful vision. That's the heart of the church. That's what your big picture is. So for you, when it comes to being empowered to lead outreach ministry, how do you translate that vision into these expressions? I know that you sound like such a creative person. You're, you've got a very big compassionate heart and I'm the same way. Like if I see something like, oh, there's a nursing home here, I should go visit. And then there's this little guy who's living on the side of the road. We need to go help him out. There's so many needs and so many different directions you can go. How do you figure out what to do, where to lead people? Or even if it's just you're in a phase of, I mean, y'all are still almost two years in. So you might be in a phase of like, we just say yes and see where it leads. And that's a great strategy too. So what would you say is, is kind of your strategy on all that? So... Um, yeah, I think, I think right now, um, we're trying to like gain relationships with the community, with our community. So like with the nursing home, um, we're trying, like we went for the holidays, we went and we sang, um, we handed out cards with candy canes and we just, um, you know, we just loved on the, on the nursing, on the elders at the nursing home. So we're just trying to basically, um, 
gain relationships because not only are we trying to reach like you know the elders in the nursing home but they're all the nurses all the administrators in that nursing home let them know that you know cool church is here and we're a family and they're all welcome um so that's basically it's i guess like we we just come up with ideas and just go for it i think that something important to note too is that in the community um they this is not the kind and i don't think this should be the case anywhere but um this is not the kind of community where they're like they like handouts because people are very have have are very prideful and i don't mean that in the negative way right they have pride for their community their heritage um they work hard for everything they've got and they take pride in that so this isn't the kind of community where it's like Oh, handouts, and you know, if you try to do the handout thing, more, more than likely you'll get they, they won't take it. So for the for them, it's like our approach has been more like get to know the community, show them love, and that's it. It's just it's not so much oh let me go find somebody that looks like they need help or looks like they're having a hard time, you know, because every time. We, you know, we, I know I've done that a few times. Like I remember I pulled over on the side, um, you know, there was a a woman that was sitting on the floor and she looked like, you know, she, she was having a rough time and I had leftovers from an outreach and I tried to give it to her and she refused to take it. And, um, and I know that's not such a unique issue, but that I felt like that was very telling for the community that it's not about a handout. It's about partnering with people, um, appreciating them, loving them, seeing them as human beings. And I think that's why this birthday celebration was such a huge, um, uh, had such a huge impact as well, because it wasn't about giving them another bag of food or whatever. It was about celebrating their existence because they, 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 they're people god made them too and they and they're important to god and so we as we celebrate everybody else they should be celebrated as well oh my goodness gracious yes that that is something that is so close to my heart and we talk about a lot on this podcast it's like it's so much more about learning to see people, learning to listen to people, serving. It cannot be just charity work. It cannot just be a one-way street. It's a reciprocal thing. You're reflecting each other. Your souls have to connect. It can't be, I'm a hero. I'm here to save the day. I always try to remind people that. So I I love that that is so woven into the fabric of what y'all are doing. So you mentioned the birthday outreach which is where this whole podcast interview came to be you guys posted the it's called the homies birthday celebration correct it's so cute i love it um Mm -hmm. so it popped up on our social media feed and me and pastor dino were texting he's like oh my gosh check out this idea i was like i know it's brilliant so y'all have to tell our listeners what this idea is about how it came to be and just again like paint the picture of how it brought forth so much dignity like y'all have to listeners you have to go back to at we are cool church on instagram and check out the photos um but yeah tell us about that give us some backstory i before i want mitzi to kind of go through it but just before that this summer um you know we covid happened right so of course we couldn't meet in person 
And, you know, this sounds crazy, but I'm, I'm actually very grateful that COVID happened for, and we had to kind of shut down our comfortable way of doing church because it forced us to really reevaluate and say, hey, you know, church is not about a service. Church is not just about a message. Church is not about gathering on Sunday. Church, this is, this is our life. This is, and so, um, so I love that aspect of what has happened. And I believe that we've grown even stronger in this season. And one of the things that we committed to as we were in this season was serving more because the reality is, is that what, what in, in a time like this, the best thing that the church can do is be there for the community and, and, and be the hands and feet of Jesus. I mean, that is church, right? And so, um, so we had been doing that throughout the, uh, throughout COVID, but during the summer, we said, okay, let's dial this up a little bit. And, and we just came up with this campaign called Summer of Service. And so every week we, um, Mitzi's team led a different, a different uh, outreach. And so, you know, I told Mitzi, I was like, come up with, have your team, just come up with creative things, ways you can love on the community. The only thing is I don't want it to be like your typical things, you know, like we think out of the box, let's have fun and really, um, most importantly, let's meet needs that are not being met. And so that's really where, where I, I asked Mitzi to do that and she killed it. And, and the other thing I love that she did with her team is that she had um, a different person from the team lead each week. So in essence, she too is building up leaders within her, her, her team. So go Mitzi. <laughs> Yeah, so um, for the homie celebration in particular, um, one of the um, a homeless shelter down here in South Florida, they actually do like an annual um, birthday celebration for the homeless that are in their in their shelter. Um, and one of the girls on my team like sent me sent me an email showing me that what they did. And immediately when um, when I saw that email, I'm like we need to go to Fort Lauderdale with our homies and celebrate them. I'm like, it will be so cool. And at first, like, I just got, like, the whole celebration, but I didn't really, like, I was like, God, like, show me, like, how this should be done. Like, how could they, like, how they would really feel um, celebrated? Because at first, I just thought, okay, maybe a cupcake. Like, give them a cupcake and sing happy birthday to them. But um, it's, like, a lot of them. So I just kept praying and asking God and then like he just gave me the vision to just do a little red carpet put some balloons there put on some music and just like and just have like a hype team to just celebrate them and you know I know we're just we're just setting up like they were already in line and they're like what's going on and we're like we're celebrating your birthday they're like my birthday and we're like yeah even if it's not your birthday today we're celebrating you and um, they were just so grateful and happy. Like it was, it was such an amazing. Like even like now, I still get like like shakes or whatever because I'm like, like so, so many times people get overlooked and and you know, God sees us all the same and and He loves us all the same regardless. You know. So my thing is, I love celebrating people. How can I celebrate you? Like if if you're a part of my life, if you're a loved one, 
you've had to feel celebrated. Like if I haven't celebrated you, then I failed you because that's just what I love to do. So um, putting that together with the team, it was just, it was so like, it was mind blowing how God just, you know, how it was just a little thought, a little idea and how it just all came together perfectly. Um, You know, God's amazing. Oh so we, we're going to give you the step-by-step step of the, I guess, we're, you know, we can go through the quick guide, but one quick, um, I guess, testimony or just something that happened. I loved, remember Mitzi when, um, when the cops came? So the cops are there, they're like parked in that area because they're all, I guess, you know, it's a, there's just a, an influx of people there. And so they're, they're just always there. And so, um, so the cops kind of stopped because we were like making a lot of noise because somebody was on the red carpet and they're kind of looking over and um, and then Mitzi goes over and they're just like, man, thank you guys for doing this. Since you guys have been out here, the whole atmosphere of this area has changed. Like it is not like this usually where we have no problems. Nobody's giving us issues over here. It's just a whole, what really struck me was when they said the atmosphere has changed because that's what the Holy Spirit does, right? And so I, I was just like, if nothing else, that is exactly what this was about. And isn't that what a celebration is about, right, too? That's about um, creating an atmosphere of love and joy. And so that's what they felt and that's what they articulated. And I think he, you know, one of the cops even came back and, you know, Mitzi invited him to church and they were all kidding with this, with one of them was kidding with him saying, yeah, he needs to go to church, get him to go to church. And so, um, you know, he came back around, got out of the car. He just wanted to talk some more. And I think Mitzi and a few people went over to talk to him. It was just, just such a great um, thing that you think you're going there for one thing and then you know, all these other things start to happen. And I think that's always the best part of serving. Um, not only does do the people you're serving get impacted, but you do, and then everyone around them do, do too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like, yeah, it just, that's the crazy thing about serving. It's just like one door opens, another door opens, another door. And these, everyone, it, yeah, it goes in all directions. The reach goes in so many different dimensions. You yeah. could imagine it you just it have overflows yeah it's so cool and y'all carry the holy spirit everywhere you go and i think and love how you guys set the atmosphere you guys prayed and you planted this church in this vision and then you empowered mitzi mitzi is dreaming she has this vision of valuing people and cherishing people and i love how y'all just set up a structure of like hey Here's summer serve. It's all you. Here's the few checkpoints that we want to see, but we just want to see you dream. We want to see you say yes. And we want to see you fail even try out new things and test it out. And because of that, look at all this beauty that's coming from it and how many other leaders, like you guys said, are being empowered from this. I just love that safe space to dream. I think sometimes outreach leaders, we can get caught up in like, we got to make this work well. We have to perform. We have to make sure that it's volunteer friendly and that we accomplish our goals and we move the ball forward. But sometimes it's like, let's just give some margin to have fun, to dream, to say yes, and see where God takes it. Because yeah. the pressure's on him. It's not on us. 
us. So yeah. I think you guys have just such a beautiful harmony there. Beautiful, um, just, I don't know what it is, a beautiful formula, whatever you want to call it. So yeah. great job. Yeah, I think formula I, is no formula. <laughs> exactly. Love and, it. and like Pastor T is always telling us to go long, far, and fast. And if he has to reel us back, he will. But um, that's one thing that I love about our pastors that they let us, you know, become creative and, and think outside the box. And they encourage us to do that, you know. And then if they have to reel us back in, they will. But um, they encourage us to, to think big. That is incredible. And that's how you get such a colorful, beautiful church because you let people dream. It's, it's yeah. brilliant. I love it. Love it. Um, okay. So I would love to, for our listeners, this idea is so cool and it's so practical, scalable. So Mitzi, would you run through, you guys have so generously provided a quick guide so we can take all the how-tos and the steps of how to do the birthdays the homies birthday celebration. Um, I think we're going to see this all over the country in the next couple of weeks. So if you would maybe run through that quick guide really quick, you don't have to go into all the details, but just give people an idea of what, what it takes to pull this off. So um, I don't have the guide in front of me, but I'll, I'll, I'll just talk about I can, it. Okay. Hold on. It's I fine. can screen share it if you want. But go ahead if you so, know it. So basically, we just came together and, um, you know, we, we did. So we ordered the cupcakes because. Oh, yeah, um, start with the supplies, the list of supplies. And I'll jump in if there's anything missing. Okay. So um, we ordered cupcakes. We ordered the individual boxes to put the cupcakes in. Um, and then also we ordered um, snacks and we also, so one thing that I've learned is that the homeless, one thing, um, one of the most important things that people all, like people don't realize that they need is socks. A lot of them, you know, are barefoot or um, whatever the case may be. But so socks is like a, a, a main necessity, believe it or not, for homeless. So we got them pairs of socks. We got them hand sanitizer. We got them um, masks. Um, and then we also put snacks in the bag as well, since we didn't actually like, provide food this time around. Um, and then we did the red carpet. We got the, the stanchions, is that how you say Yes, stanchions. stanchions. Keep um, in mind, this is very COVID friendly. So of course you can kind of do things a little bit differently um, when, when the pandemic is, is over, if that ever happens. Correct. Um, and then we got a table, a tablecloth, and then we got a wireless, um, speaker to, you know, to play music. We created a playlist that was very upbeat. Um, we did, let's see, we did the signs that said happy birthday. And then we also had signs where they could write when their birthday was with a dry erase marker. Um, so that was really cool that, you know, they enjoyed being a part of, um, the red carpet we also got tape to tape it down we didn't want anybody you know no injuries we didn't want nobody to trip or anything um and then yeah just birthday decorations to to decorate the the poles um so however you guys feel to decorate um you know i, I was going to do little balloon garlands on the poles but that day like the weather was kind of iffy and i'm like okay We'll, we'll do banners for now, but however, you know, people would like to decorate. Um, and then I think one thing that was really cool was um, Pastor T hand wrote in each Bible that we put in the bags, uh, a little note to them. 
So that was something very special um, that, that happened as well. Yep, I think you've got everything. We had a happy birthday signs. Um, and then, you know, just one thing to know is that you're gonna get that initial like, huh, my birthday? You know, so, so having a clear, quick explanation is really important. So we, um, we were like, we're celebrating you. I don't care if your birthday passed or if it's coming today, we're celebrating your birthday. And they're like, oh, okay. And, um, and then that's when we would invite them to do the, the birthday sign where they got to write in when their birthday was. So we had two signs, one that said my birthday was on, so if it passed, or my birthday is on if it's in the future. And we didn't have anybody whose birthday it was right, it <laughs> was on that day. So if you want to do that, then I guess you could, you know, have a it's my birthday sign. So, um, and that's kind of how we, we got that, those, those photos, which they were happy to take. Um, and then the day, the day before, um, Mitzi, Mitzi and team filled all the gift bags. So they were already ready to go. Um, and then I think it's important to charge your music device because the music really gives it the party. Like what's a party without music? And we weren't like playing how, you know, our God is an awesome God. It was like, you know, straight up like, you know, Motown, fun, clean, party music, right? So, um, and, and that was really key. There were two sites. We had, we had um, two different locations. They were across the street from each other. So we had one group and Mitzi had another group. So on our side of the, of, of the street, the music really made a difference because that that's where we got people's attention and then they really wanted to see what's up and then they just kept dancing after they got their cupcake and stuff they just kind of lingered and danced so that kind of really helped um you know lighten the mood and people were just in it and and wanted to have a good time so the music really is a big component um you definitely want to check your location out beforehand you know, go the night before, the week before, whatever the case is, that way you know where to set up and all of that. Um, we had, we, we, we happened to set up on our side of the street where there's like almost like a little tent city. So we set up around there so that, you know, they could just, it, it was just near them and they didn't have to work too hard to, to come to us. So, um, so that was one thing. And then eventually we started going to them like, you know, kind of um, the, some of them were sitting around, some of them had not come to the table yet. So we brought stuff to them and that was, and they were more than happy to receive and, and, um, and kind of celebrate with us too. Um, then we, uh, you know, once we got everything set up, that's of course when we, we would invite um, people to walk down the red carpet one by one, let them have their moment you know, so, you know, they, they, they got to do their dance. Some people were really into it, right? And then other people were like, okay, I'm just going to walk down this, this carpet, as you can imagine. Um, it sounds like Mitzi's side was a lot more into the red carpet than our side. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so the, so the carpet was great. And then, um, and then before they, before they walk off, we invited them to take the pictures. Some of them 
naturally don't want to take pictures and then other, uh, others of them are, are happy to do so. Um, and then we just, you know, keep wishing them happy birthday and letting them know that they're loved and they, they matter. Uh, we see them and some of them wanted prayer. We offered prayer, of course, um, and just made sure that throughout this whole time, we, um, we just respected their space in, in, from a social dis physical distancing um, aspect. So we made sure to do that. Um, we packaged everything individually for, for the purposes of, of making sure that we're not overhandling things and people aren't and cross con contaminating things. I think even after COVID, I think that would be a good practice anyways to have individualized items. That way you don't have to worry about um, any kind of cross contamination. Um, I think it helps to have uh, floor signs you know, if we're going to pray, say, okay, you stand in this, this, you know, on this circle, and I'll stand in that one. That way, you kind of uh, maintain that social distancing as well. Um, what else? Yeah, and um, and the extra tips, one of them is to bring extra shoes. Yes. Um, <laughs> make sure that you have extra shoes or sandals or something um, in your car because you never know how, you know, how God will lead you to do something that you didn't really anticipate. Um, Which is a, what happened, tell yeah. him. Yeah. So we had a testimony of one of our servant leaders that um, he was there and he just heard the voice of God saying, are you ready to give up your shoes? And he had some like Jordan, some nice shoes. He always wears the nice <laughs> shoes. So, um, and then he was like, God, what, huh? And then kind of like just brushed it off. But um, then he, like a little bit later, he was talking to one of the homies. And the first thing that came out of his mouth was like, man, my feet have been hurting so much. Or, or like something of that nature where he just like literally felt that conviction and just took off his shoes and gave it to him. And I think the the sweetest part about it is that you know he gave him his shoes but then like the the homeless gave him his sandals I mean that wasn't very sanitary or anything but it just showed like his humbleness like he he didn't want you know Jimmy to be without shoes so he gave him his sandals in return so it's just you know it's it's something to think about that you never know like how God will convict you so just always have extra shoes <laughs> That's so funny. I love that you wrote that in there for the next person. Like, let me prepare you and save you your Jordans. <laughs> yeah. Because or bring he, some extra Jordans to give away, yeah. whatever the case is, you know? And the funny thing is, is that Jimmy didn't have extra shoes. And I'm like, um, you can't walk around here barefoot. And I had like a pair of flip flops in my car, but they were like a size six. So if you look at the videos on, on our, on our um, Cool Church page, you'll see Jimmy with some flip-flops that barely even fit him. But I mean, that's all we had at the time. So definitely bring extra oh shoes God. just in case. That is the sweetest <laughs> story though. Like, oh, it's such a precious story. That's incredible. Yeah. Oh man, I love it so, so much. So I think it's helpful to have that. And then we had a box of like new clothes as well. Just kind of like, it wasn't part of the gift bag, but it's like, just we just stay ready for the need. And um, I just think that that's, a, you, you just don't, while you're there, you don't want to be like, well, I can't help or I can't meet that need, just have it there. And so we even took the box of clothes and just left them 
um, while we were there um, uh, around the tent area. And they just came and helped themselves. And we had a little sign saying, you know, free, get whatever you need. And then um, and when it was done, we took it back because we didn't want to really leave a mess. So, you know, whatever wasn't taken, we just took that up and gave it to the shelter. But um, it's just a good idea just to have them, whether they're your shoes or just various sizes, just, you know, it's, I think it's a good idea just to have them. You may not be able to get a pair of shoes for like the hundreds of people, but if you bring like five to 10 pairs, different sizes, I think that's a, you know, that's a good idea. That's brilliant. Just always thinking ahead, like what could we run into and always being prepared. That's incredible. And it just shows so much thoughtfulness on your part. Like we really are here for you. We're really thinking through what could the needs be? What are we going to run into? So that's incredible. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is like so thorough, but so simple all at the same time. I think it's really practical and I think it's really going to help so many churches just run with the idea. Who would not want to try this? It's so exciting. So what I'm going to do, um, you guys, if you're listening, we're going to share this out on um, serveday.com. It'll be downloadable. It's on the blog tab, but it'll be also, you can get to it on the front page and we'll share it from social media as well in our resource library and pretty much everywhere you can get it, it'll be there. So thank y'all so much for putting that together and just being willing to to let the idea get stolen and ran with. I think it's going to be really cool. Um, okay, I have a couple more quick questions. Y'all have been so tremendous, like inspiring. I just want to go like hug everyone after talking with y'all. You're so cool. But okay, everyone wants to know why, what does the name Cool Church come from? I know because I Googled it, but tell the people, where's Cool Church from? Mitzi. Mitzi. So cool stands for created out of love. Yep. And um, so it's an acronym. So created out of love. Right. It's so funny because when people hear it, they're like, oh, it does. You know, it's one of those like things you take a second to get. But um, and that's it's it. We just believe that we were created out of love for love by love and, and to love others. And so everything we do comes out of that place. And we know that God created us out of his love for us all, for his purposes. And so um, that's where the name comes from. And that's how. That's and y'all exude it, man. It's so evident. That's it's. There's not a better name for you guys. It's so cool. Um, huh? I didn't even mean to hey. say <laughs> dad jokes anyway okay this is one of my favorite questions I love to ask everyone on our podcast but what is inspiring you personally right now whether it is a book or a sermon or even an Instagram account that's inspiring whatever it is how can we chase your heroes if you're our hero we want to chase your heroes too so mm. so me personally I think like so, and not for nothing, but Serve Day has, like, inspired me a, a lot. Um, just, it's so encouraging to see that, like, so many other churches are out there being the hands and feet of Jesus. And we all have, like, that same mission. So, like, I'm always following you guys. I got Pastor Dino's book. Um, so that, that's been my inspiration lately. And it's helped me a lot. Oh my gosh, you get all the brownie points in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Don't so forget cool. to send her a check. <laughs> <laughs> Child, board, all the things. Right. 
I think I've been very, um, it's, it's hard in this time, right? Because I'll be honest, at the beginning of this season, I was so uninspired. And then I think what really ignited me again in purpose was all of this um, activity around social justice. And I realized that, man, I have been, since ever, for, for as long as I can remember, that's been something that's been in my heart. I remember putting together all kinds of activism initiatives and things like that in college. And um, I think when, when all of that started to really come to surface this year and especially this summer, um, you know, that has, that has kind of been reignited in me and really um, given me energy and saying, wow, the church has been really silent on things like this and social justice. And um, we can't talk about serving people, loving people, and we don't care uh, or treat them like they matter really, right? And so, and um, so many people have experienced um, racial justice, um, injustice, and uh, people are getting shot, you know, in the back. I mean, just all kinds of horrific things that we see in the news. And, I, and I've just been inspired to um, bring hope and, and, you know, the church has that place, like that, I think it is our place to speak on it and to lead our communities in that. So um, we, we did a, a, a peaceful uh, demonstration back in June where we called for, or we declared for the, um, for, for racism, uh, the death to racism, that's what it was called. And it was just like, we believe that it is a sin and it's got to go. And so um, that has inspired so many different uh, activities, uh, messages, um, outreaches. And I can say of everything this year, that's really been the one that has moved me or that's the topic that really has moved me into knowing, listen, we have to have, um, we are the, the, Jesus is the answer to it all. And so we need to point people in that direction when everybody is um, so divided, even in the kingdom, so divided, um, our job is to remind them uh, who's in charge, that Jesus is in charge. Like we have to remember who we are in all of this and we are to be peacemakers in every aspect, that, in every chance that we get. And I think that kind of huge, it's such a huge issue as is all these other things as well. There's such a huge issue and seems like it can never be fixed, but I believe it gets fixed one relationship at a time. And so we all have a responsibility and an opportunity to affect change and to, um, to really bring people's, uh, bring people's hearts to reconciliation. Um, some people, it's small biases, and some people, it's more overt. And so I think we all have a part to play in, and that's really been extremely um, inspiring to me and seeing the moments where the church is rising up. Um, I'm seeing it uh, more than I ever have, and I just pray that it doesn't stop because we got to keep going until it's gone, until racism is dead. Amen. Wow. Well, yeah. Wow. Thank you for not only sharing that, but also for like being a voice in that. I know for me, like my position, I mean, I'm a little white girl. I don't know, but 
being able to find voices that I can trust and that I know have pure hearts because there's so many voices being thrown out. There's so many should, shouldn't, all this stuff. And so for me, I, I am very sensitive. I will take in everything, which is great. Educate yourself. No more. Seek out your blind spots. But at the same time, I have to be careful and filter through who are those voices I can trust and listen to. So knowing that like you, I looked at your Instagram before we hopped on. I was like, wow, like she is an advocate. She's speaking out. And just to know that that's a great source that I can go to, to learn truth from is so helpful. So just like personally, thank you for that. I I can only imagine how exhausting that can be. It is very, it's just appreciated and treasured for sure. And yeah, just, it's the long haul. It's going to be a lot of work, but my heart is is with you on that. So thank you so, so much um, for sharing. So you guys are incredible. If people maybe want to follow up, maybe they just want to follow the church or get some more info, what's the best way for people to, to connect with you guys? You should definitely hit up um, thecoolchurch.com. That's our website. And it's also you, you, any of our social media handles is We Are Cool Church. And any direct contact, um, any contact us on any of those pages will get to us. Or you could just go info at thecoolchurch.com. Any one of those ways are great. Perfect. Awesome. That is fantastic. Um, any final little little thoughts or notes? Anything y'all want to throw out there? Y'all have shared so much. So <laughs> I don't know. I just say thank you guys because we definitely look to serve um servolution all of you know your everything that you guys are doing um just inspires us and how you have really led churches to be the hands and feet of jesus through this movement i love it and um i know when we discovered it we discovered it organically we didn't like no one told us about it and we were just so thrilled to see that it was happening and you know, um, we're all like, like Mitzi said, she's always looking for it, find, you know, looking for inspiration, ideas, and making sure we share with you guys and we're part of that community. So I, I'm, I'm so grateful to be a part of the community because I think it's, it's powerful. This is, this is what we're here for. And um, just thank you guys for your leadership in that and leading that movement and making it fun and, you know, and just um, helping us to uh, do what we were called to do as, as local churches. Oh my gosh, you made me cry too. Now you get the brownie points, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but it really, I was telling Mitzi earlier, like it really is so much just a reflection of all the beauty that's like, God is doing so much and Servolution is simply just like taking pictures, like look at all the beauty. It's just a collection of just what y'all are doing out there and, and just showing, putting it side by side and saying, look at the collection of glory that God's putting together. So it is such an honor to get to serve in that way and celebrate you guys. So thank you so much. Thank y'all for your time today. Thank you for pouring into our people, our community and be on the lookout because we're going to see birthday celebrations happening. I think every weekend from now till forever. Oh, <laughs> awesome. I love that. Cool. Well, y'all have a great week and thank you listeners for jumping on. We'll see you next time on the Surf Proof. Bye.
Hey, thanks so much for joining in on today's conversation. Don't forget to hit subscribe to see who we'll be having coffee with next time on The Serve Brew.